Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Let's talk about a couple walk-on quarterbacks battling over an old wooden bucket. Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley. That's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? One more game. <laughs> One more game. For, for the singular bucket. For all the marbles in the bucket. In the bucket. Yes. Let's chat Big Ten football. Let's do it. The biggest rivalry game of the weekend in the, in the conference. Obviously. Um, and unfortunately. Joining us, dancing in the background for some reason, because for the first time in, I don't know, like three years, they might be going to a bowl. So uh, is producer Seth. You can block him on Twitter. What and, SEC team are they going to get blown out by? Uh, Kentucky? They won't put all against. Maybe it'll be Kentucky. Kentucky will dolly whop Purdue. Yes. Again, just uh, block him on Twitter. It's at SETOP5, S-E-T-A-H-5. Uh, Let's get into it. We're going to talk a little bit of a little bit of pigskin. Um, the two and nine Hoosiers, zero and eight in conference. Um, and I've got some pretty funny things that I was looking up uh, earlier today. Are going to travel up to the stinky part of the state, West Lafayette, and take on the Purdue Boilermakers, who are seven and four, five and three in conference. Um, they were battling for the West crown um, until we let Minnesota beat us, so that they couldn't have it. So. Um, the funny thing I was talking about is I'm looking at leaders. So they have season leaders on ESPN. So they show Michael Penix still our season leader. He has not played since the Penn state game. Ladies and gentlemen, the Penn state game took place on the exact date here. Uh, October the third, which was week number five i believe right brandon of the season Mark, one right? two three four five yes he has not played for one two three four five six weeks and is still our leading passer for the season um our leading rusher Stephen carr who has not played in the last two games has 160 yards more than purdue's leading rusher somehow and uh we're not going to talk about the receiving yards so um I just thought that was funny. We're not trying to compare or talk, talk any, any smack on that part of it. I just thought that was funny. Let's talk about Purdue's wins and losses, I guess. A um, couple funny losses, I think, a little like funny smelling losses and then some, some decent wins. Uh, Oregon State, Connecticut, Illinois, Iowa, which was weird, Nebraska, Michigan State, and Northwestern, all dubs. And then the losses come to Notre Dame, 
Minnesota, Wisconsin, and uh, yeah, the score was a lot closer against Ohio State than what the actual game was, but that was their last loss. No, Seth, stop it. Um, I can't say much. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, you guys scored more than us. So yeah, I can't say much there, but yeah, that was not close. So that's where we're at. They um, are clearly better than us this year. So this will be a fun game on Saturday. Um, let's talk about it, though. We got a little bit of football history to go through here. It looks like, according to the Internet, which is never wrong, um, they lead the series 74 to 42 with six ties, um, but they are currently on a one-game losing streak, as they say. Um, Bucket is home where it belongs, and... uh, You know, I got a question. Yeah. I've been trying to hold this in. You've been doing your thing. Yeah. Remember when Purdue literally just didn't want to play us last year because we were so good? Like, (laughs) can we mail that into? Can we just say, like, nah, you don't really want to play. We're worried about covid i don't put that in i don't know why i put that but like they they refuse to play us not once but twice so yeah I don't, we should just be able to mail that in too like there's there's no they just save our guys yes i agree don't worry about the quarterback stuff and all the talk about taiwan maybe coming back nah somebody just uh you know go out to kilroy's tonight or tomorrow or drop your phone on the desk and uh you know don't mask it up just you know make out with as many people as you can and hopefully you can catch COVID and spread it out so there you go um previous meeting let's talk about that was in 28 was it 2019 2019 it was a Peyton Ramsey overtime game double overtime I was Fancy there James the sweet supposedly breakout game it was who's Samson James. Oh, well, you know what's funny about that game? He had a great first quarter, I want to say. And then maybe it was the first half. And then he kind of just, they kind of figured him out. But then Peyton, Peyton Ramsey was great. 23 of 39, 337 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Um, that was a really fun game to watch. Uh, freshman on freshman, Taiwan Mullen versus, uh, David Bell was a great matchup in that game. It was a good, it was a good game overall. I mean, IU was just rolling at one point. I think it was 28, 10. And I was feeling real comfortable at that point in the third quarter. And then I don't know, we let Xander Horvath who had like zero yards rushing coming into the game, just go off. So, so um, I, I always go to my in-laws for Thanksgiving and, you know, normally Saturday comes around and, and, you know, been at the house since Wednesday. So you, so you get out of the house and that game was so much fun. Like you mentioned, we were just kicking their ass. So me and my wife are like heavily drinking because we think we're just going to coast into this thing. And then you're like, Oh, you know what? We'll leave, you know, and, and watch the rest of the game at home when it's a blowout. But then we started, it started to get close and we started oh, yeah. nervously drinking and we end up getting like smashed. Like my wife got sick in her own parents' house when we got home because she was so wasted because that game was so crazy. That game was bananas. The game was bananas. I'm glad I was there. I've got some really good pictures. We had great seats. 
um they ended up bringing the bucket like right over to my brother and i it was some good stuff so um all right cool again let's just stick to i'm not trying to like stick to format here i mean it's a rivalry game so you know we'll do whatever we do um okay news do you want to say it brandon does it really matter can we can i kind of talk you off the ledge on what's happening right now a lot of people leaving okay so talk about the two that just got announced and i'll tell you why it doesn't matter because they're on the defensive line dk bottom and cj person okay so cj person kind of hurts a little bit i thought he was going to be a good player dk and cj they had a lot of opportunity especially this year with a bad defensive line outside of our ends to get on the field right brandon did we see him nope were they healthy yep pretty sure so does it really matter i don't think so there's a lot of incoming talent there's a lot of freshman talent that's there that they, they you, know, you, you can't ever say that about purdue oh. and when it comes to the finer Speece, finer sex, oh. I guess. The better sex. Wait, wait, that was a joke I think you meant to get off at a different time, but you just tried to squeeze it in there. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, okay. Seth, we're going to need you on this. Let's break down. Let me give you my part. Let me give you the parts of Purdue that I've seen. They're really bad at running the football, or they just don't do it because they're really good at throwing the football. Like, one of the best in the country as far as passing passing efficiency, completion percentage. Um, I don't, yeah, probably yards per game. They average 346 yards per game throwing the football and a whopping 75.9 rushing the football. So what do we do here? <laughs> There's, they have two really good wide receivers. Um, Payne Durham, is that his name? Tight end. Pretty good. He's no hinder shot, but he's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's like pick your poison at that point. If Taiwan Mullen is back, if you got to feel a little bit more comfortable about that. I'm real scared about what David Bell does to a hurt Taiwan Mullen. Well, like that could be. They've sat him out for how many weeks now? It's been three weeks. So it's kind of half of the Maryland game. Rutgers, Michigan, Minnesota. So three and a half weeks, basically, he sat out. Urban Bowl can't hold anything back now. That's right. Last game of the year. That's right. Um, I you, you got. I think you put him out there. I think he'll be. I think Reese would be okay on. Uh, what's his name, Seth? Former number seventeen, Milton Wright. Yeah. Um. Oh, he had himself a day last week, didn't he? Yeah. So. It's like pick your poison there. I mean, if we're going to be honest, it's probably going to be Payne Durham that tears us up. Um, although Bryant Fitzgerald's been pretty decent the last few weeks here. Um, weird enough, Marcelino Ball, I don't know if you've noticed this the last couple of weeks, pretty decent in coverage. Um, but again, this this kid is like uh, kind of built from the same same cloth as, as Hendershot is as far as like his body and the way he can move and get open and all that other stuff. So the one shining light that they do have is that their defense is not great. Um, as far as stats go, we about, they only average about 20 yards per game, less than what we give up right now. So think about our defense. We average about 378 yards per game. They're throwing out about 354. 
So um, if our offense could move the football at all, I would be a little bit encouraged on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there you go. So anything you want to add there, Seth? What are we, what are we really missing on that? Uh, the only thing you missed is uh, Jackson Anthrop as kind of uh, oh, another okay. slot, slot receiver. Guy. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he's also makeshift running back right now. So they do lots of little gadget plays with him. Yeah. That guy. I don't know how he's still eligible to play football, but it's got to be like, what's that? Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure he's drawing a pension at this point. <laughs> I was going to say like, it's either it's got to be like they just keep an Anthrop jersey in the, in the locker room and somebody fills that spot at some point and it doesn't matter. They just kind of slightly change the name a little bit. So, um, Brandon, anything else you want to add to what Purdue does good? What about on defense, Seth? What do you guys do? You guys do anything good on defense? I thought you guys were pretty decent at defense to start the year. We create pressure without getting sacks. So we kind of off this. Yeah, right. He only has three and a half sacks, but he's always in the backfield. He's always influencing the play. He holds up against the run, all that fun stuff. Um, We have three pretty good safeties in Grant Allen and uh, Jefferson. We turn people over. You know, it's it's pretty vanilla. It's it's pretty vanilla outside of that, though. I mean, there's not a lot to talk about. Yeah. Is Allen related to ricardo allen i don't believe so okay i just figured safety same last name maybe um cool brandon anything else you want to add there nope no <laughs> i want to talk purdue okay kidding me well i mean that's kind of the whole point my of the skin's podcast. crawling i, I feel know, dirty i figured um like, all right well cool like it's Let's 2 a.m get- at Harry's and I just don't want to be Why here would you ever at all. Go? I've Things. never been there. I've partied. I don't know. In the tens amount of times at Purdue and I've never been there. Joe's quite a bit. Um, where else is that a place? Isn't that where one of your basketball guys got arrested one night? Yeah. Um, brothers, Bird. brothers quite a few times. Um, like dollar Jaeger bomb test tubes or whatever. <laughs> crap they used to do <laughs> yeah but never been to harry's uh just because i don't want to go there and and see the shirts i'm assuming are all over the wall and stuff like that so um okay speaking of shirts let's get a super quick word from our sponsor mode on track that's They've that's got high shirts. quality segue yeah it's got a mtc is indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport i can hear everybody saying this in the background at the same time in the Hoosier State, they craft products, tell stories, and create what? Yes, you you got it. That aim to celebrate, support, and add Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and the shop. There's sick gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. I think there's some beanies out there now for the cold weather people. As a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code. Yep, that's LEO10 at checkout. Now. Back to the show. Uh, here we go again. <laughs> here we go again. Brandon, I'm going to ask the same question I asked last week. IU players to watch. Does it matter? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pick my two favorite players. All right. I mean, Chucky and Micah, okay. right? Yeah. I mean, because I, I can't think of anything on offense. What am I going to do while we're on offense? I don't know. Go get a beer. 
You won't be excited um, to watch Grant if Grant starts. No, no, I won't be. Okay. Right. Um, again, there's a lot of storylines here. You know, how does how does Micah want to go out in his last game? How does how does our corners line up with these wide receivers? How do our safeties line up with the tight end? I think there's a ton of interesting stories on you know the IU defense, Purdue offense side. The offense defense side both stink, right? So like. Who's going to be worse? I'm going to guess it's going to be IU's offense, but like, I'm not sure. I get to maybe watch Carl Loftus. Yay. No, I mean, again, I will be likely scrolling Twitter and drinking beer while, while we're, while we have the ball, while we have the ball. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pick Grant Grimmel. That's who I want to watch because, well, if he plays, you know, here we go with the tease again from CTA about, you know, all the quarterbacks and blah, 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 blah. So we'll see what actually happens, but I'm assuming it'll be the same story. Grant Grimmel run DMC, you know, I call him run DMC because he doesn't throw the football. So, um, we love him though. We love DMAC. Uh, I'm going to watch Grant Grimmel. I think he looked really good in the pocket. Um, we'll see what he does against what he doesn't consider pressure, but actual pressure um, from Carl Loftus and everybody. I mean, he's going to be double team, so it doesn't matter. Whatever anybody else who can get off the off the line, um, not a very hard line to get off of. So um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, Stephen Carr with a little tease as well, um, possibly back in this game. They're trying to get as many of these players back for this last game as possible. He could be another one to watch too. Um, it would be nice to have a legitimate running back back there to at least offer some sort of a threat um, other than our quarterback trying to run out there. So on defense, you already mentioned Mike McFadden for sure. Um, I'm going to say the corners, um, Taiwan Mullen, big play J, Reese Taylor. Um, if we can get Taiwan back, then we'll finally have all three of them back fairly healthy. I don't ever believe that Taiwan Mullen, Taiwan Mullen was going to be back 100% this, this year. So to have all three of those back, that'll be fun to watch. If Taiwan doesn't look anything like what he looked against Maryland, it should be fine. So, um, yeah, that's it. Seth, you're going to watch anybody on our team, anybody kind of threatened at all by anybody on that side of the football offense, defense. Mm, he's I mean, Hendershot, Hendershot has a chance to go off. I think that's the one thing that scares me. We have some How? corners. Don't throw the ball to him. If, if, I, if, if. So yeah. you're saying if we run him RPO, you're worried. No, he's saying no, if I we put said, a quarterback know, back I'm, there. I'm, that, being, I'm being a smart ass. Yeah, yeah if we put a quarterback if you, back If there, you start running smash routes, if you start running combination routes of some kind, some kind of GD crossing routes and actually get some kind of you know, play where a, a defensive back is put in a bind, like then we might be in trouble. Yes, but we would have to call those sort of plays before we can get into that sort of trouble. So um, speaking of trouble, Brando's Randos, what you got, bud? Boom. I got a litany. Oh, goodness. A litany. <laughs> Somebody get the lawyer on the on the hook. Get him on the hook. First is a, a non-Purdue IU game, because, but this is rivalry week, right? It's, it's, it's big. Have you guys ever, you know, attended, you know, a, a rivalry game um, that was non-IU Purdue? And, and if so, what, what, what was it? That's a good question. Any sport or just football? Any, any sport. 
So me, I'll give examples. Michigan State think. Purdue a rivalry game or no? No, back in the day, I've been to that game. So I've been to plenty Raven Steelers games, and those games are just. I've never been in Baltimore because I might die. Um, so I've never been. I've never. I've only attended them in Pittsburgh. Those are pretty crazy. And then I've been um, late '90s um, Pacer Bulls games. I was a Pacer fan, oh, yeah. and I was also like you know like twelve, right? But it was just fun, like the you know the united center so loud and and the fans going crazy so um i think those are both just electric atmospheres you know heinz field and united center in the late 90s <laughs> um yes the pacers won by 32 the other night uh but last night, last night. uh but yeah so i mean those, those are two rivalries that i've kind of experienced that you know is just something that you can't forget so I didn't think about it that way. So yes, I've been to uh, any Colts Patriots game, handful of any those games, a handful Colts of Steelers? those games. Yeah. I've been to a handful of Pacers Knicks games during the nineties. Oh, that would, um, that would have been sweet. Pacers bowls during the nineties, Jordan and uh, Miller. I'm trying to think anything else. Cubs Cardinals. I've been to that. Um, that's probably it. No hockey. No, I've been to very few hockey games. I'm trying to think. Kind of hard tickets. I've been to like, I went to a Mac championship, but I guess that doesn't count. <laughs> um, I've been to a lot of stuff, but I wouldn't consider. You ever been to any Cubs Cardinals games? The yeah, Pirates aren't relevant. Yeah, probably. Cubs Cardinals. Yeah, I said that. That was in like, uh, might have been like opening day, maybe. 2010 or 11 something like that yeah it was cold it was weird what's up seth i'm gonna go a little off the beaten trail here um i went to a monon bell game between what is it DePaul wabash and DePaul. wabash yeah in like the late mid to late 90s that was pretty cool for like i heard a, you just get sucked into that atmosphere like even if you don't have a horse in the race like i, I heard it's a really really good did you cheer for DePaul? To go to. yeah my cousin was playing baseball at DePaul at the time there you go uh yeah good deal good question what's next all right so now is the brando's randos where we rag on purdue for for a couple um what in this this seth you can answer him or you can just get mad and, and walk out of the room for five minutes um what population what percentage of the population west of the mississippi know what and or where purdue is oh they do recruit Texas decent, or they used to. I don't know if they it's still sub fifty percent, right? Oh, dude, like, it, no, no, no. It's sub thirty percent probably because how many of them know? Like, I mean, they know where Indiana is, but they don't know where Bloomington is. Is that where? Is right. that how specific we're getting? Or are you talking about like, like even? Could, could they say Purdue is a university in the Big Ten? Could they say Purdue is a university in Indiana if they were asked where right. is Either Purdue? Or. I think they think Purdue is the name of the town it's in too. Yeah. Um, like if you if you go to somebody in like Nevada, I or sub thirty, you know Arizona, under thirty percent. I don't know. Nevada Reno beat us a couple of years ago, so they that might be a bad population to ask. They did twenty nineteen, I think it was. 
opening game 2019 it was like, like I, went, I went night. to bed up 14 and woke up the next morning and we lost by three i think or something i remember watching it and i never watched purdue play but i was telling seth there's some other people i had to have been seth i was like dude you guys are gonna lose that game that's when you had cindelar as your quarterback you threw 423 yards that game and you still lost yeah <laughs> oh right. goodness N- next question um and again another another jab at purdue what percentage of Big Ten fans could tell you the name of the Purdue quarterback and oh. running back? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't tell you who their running back was until I so, so Horvath, right? Like, well, I mean, that's the that's well, the King name. King Daru is their right, their biggest, their best running back, probably. Is he a sophomore? Yeah, I think so. So, like, we're talking about you know, obviously Indiana does, and and maybe Michigan State fan, but I'm talking like the the nebraska Before the fans the ohio state fans no the they don't care they don't care about Illinois anybody fans. but themselves oh, but i think they, right they knew michael Penix, right you know they ohio knew... state knows them yeah less than a quarter yeah that sounds about right okay yeah. um my next question this is specifically for seth and i think because you asked us something like this going into the year and it, it didn't rub me the wrong way but i remember it Right. It didn't so, rub you the didn't rub you the wrong way, but you remembered it 15 weeks later. All right. All right. Yeah. Here we go. So you guys are very, 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 very likely gonna go eight and four. Would you take eight and four every year with Jeff Brom and be, you know, third or fourth in the in the Big Ten or Big Ten West and be happy with it? Cause you asked us that, and I think me and Michael both said Big Ten East. Yeah, yeah, we'll take that. Basically, but would you would, would you, you take that? Take Iowa. Would you be Iowa? So the, every six to eight years, we get to go to Indianapolis. Mm, no, not even that. No, no, you're going eight. You're not. You don't get a ten and two in there. You don't get a nine and three. You're going eight and four every single year. Which yeah, means I, give, you're, I give him a lifetime contract. Okay. Yeah. I don't expect championships. Right I, I mean that. If, you got to remember, they went through they went through hope and uh, Hazel and Hazel. Hazel was so much worse than hope. Bad years. <laughs> yeah. Well, the end of hope was really bad. And then Hazel was just amazing. Well, when you come from Kent State and just decide to keep pursued, recruiting Kent State guys. Uh... Man, I miss him. I miss him so much. And his white quarter zip. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Right. No, no more, no more Purdue ragging. That's didn't I he got get in it, trouble real quick? Yeah. Uh, a little bit of Hazel ragging. Didn't he get in trouble for not wearing, uh, like the new? I'm pretty sure this is true. If Justin was on our buddy, this Justin, sounds right. This. He got in trouble from Nike, I think, or from some sort of something for never changing his outfit. Not a different hat, a different shirt. Um, from like trying because you know that's part of it that's why like the nfl is way worse than it is in college like if you look at like the colts now i don't know if tom one's doing it, it doesn't seem like a tom one thing maybe a hat they all have their military stuff on this month everybody coach everybody's got it all on and then next month they'll go to whatever the new thing is nike's putting out hazel never changed anything ever he always wore the same stuff every game so i thought that was crazy Man, I miss him so much. 
they had such optimism in 2014. Now I'm looking at it. Oh, Hazel's going to be the difference. Oh, God, it's so sad. He lost yeah. four consecutive. Welcome, welcome to our, our equivalent to that was Archie Mellon. <sighs> we were so happy Tom Green was leaving and we were getting the next, you know, savior of Indiana basketball. And it was disastrous. All right. So, all right. My last, my last question here, um, last Brando's Randos. And I, I went back and forth between asking this now, or I don't know our podcast schedule. So I just want to ask this, ask this question now, how into bowl season do you guys get? Right. Because, you know, obviously this will be the last pregame IU question and we're definitely going to have a weekly podcast. Michael and I haven't decided what that's totally going to look like yet. We'll probably do a season wrap up and, and then maybe like a big 10 bowl preview podcast or, or something like that. But I wanted to ask you guys specifically, how into the bowl games do you guys get? Mm, not at all. Probably. I don't watch until New York, New Year's Eve or, or New Year's six. I, I don't watch a single bowl game. I'll probably watch like, I won't watch it like as intense as I would watch a normal game, but I might watch Purdue's just to see like what they do. I most definitely maybe I just remember the last one. Was that the Music City Bowl? The last one? 2018. Would have been your last bowl, I think. I remember where I was. That's just because it was literally like a murder on the field. But it's not your fault. It's not your fault, Seth. Don't take it like that. But I was in four day Ray, a local brewery here. I was in Great there. food, yeah. average beer. Beckett was like my oldest son. He was like, they won't be sponsored. I don't know, <laughs> three months old, maybe something like that. Two months old. It was the first time we had taken him out. And I remember because our buddy was there. I just talked about Justin a little bit. He spent so much money to be like in a sweet level area. And like, I felt so bad. It felt so bad because it wasn't like a buildup to a beat. Like just total, I want to say beat down, but just everything went Auburn's way. And there were a lot of future NFL players on that team too, but yeah. I might watch the pit game because a lot of pit and Kenny Pickett and Steelers. So that'll be fun. Can anything that pits in is going to be like a hundred, 54, 49. Yeah. Cause they, again, kind of similar to Purdue. They're, they're one of those teams with the offensive metrics are through the roof. And the defensive metrics are towards the bottom. So um, high entertainment value for, for Pitt and Purdue. Oh, man, that's a great bowl game. Pitt versus Purdue would be oh, fantastic. That would be so good. They don't really, ma- they don't really match up, uh, I guess, a little bit. I'd have to look. I think so. Pitt is probably a little too good for Purdue. Oh, I don't know about that. Pitt's going to win the ACC, man. Oh, I mean... <laughs> We wouldn't be 0-8 if we were in the ACC. I'll tell you that much. I, but I, all I'm saying, I'm not saying maybe not the Pitt team is better, but like Pitt, if Pitt wins the ACC, they're not going to be matched with Purdue is no. where I was going with. Like, okay. yeah, probably put the teams on paper. They're probably pretty even, but just the way the bowl matchups with it, no chance it's going to happen. Yeah, I'd pay a little bit of attention. I used to watch like every single one when I was in college, but now as I'm older, I will only watch a bowl game if it's a game I would have watched during the regular season. So like I'm not watching Middle Tennessee versus, I don't know, 
Florida International or something like that. Unless it's get... the Bahamas Bowl. The Bahamas Bowl is fire every year. I got to get one more. Never jabbing. bet ball games. Yeah, never. Well, I love Fuck betting ball no. games. That's one of my favorite things. No, so unpredictable. Um, set. I mean, so it makes sense that you know that Bragg and I won't be watching bowl games because you know our NFL teams are still relevant. Um, Seth, how are you going to fill your weekends um, now that you know you'll have a, a few week break uh, to watch football? Uh, Purdue basketball, thankfully. I don't know. Yeah, we're in that crossover season, so there's not the I don't know that long stretch of what January through March where it's just sheer kind of there's nothing else to fill in time. Yeah. Awesome. What else? Is that it? That's it. That's the end of it. All right. Well, let's tap into producer Seth Sack. What do you got, bud? All right. James Franklin, 10 year deal extends him. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. So US. So he's not going to USC. Yes. Who is? I, well, that doesn't matter. That's not my question. Okay. If you were the athletic director and CTA was in his final year of his contract this year, what would be your offer? Three years. I think you got to do a full recruiting cycle. I think you got to go four or five. Um, but that don't matter. Uh, three years, three years with an option. But he he has, and I just found this out this week. I think I knew this, but I didn't really pay that much attention to it. He has, well, until now, the third largest buyout in the country. So um, he also has the 26th ranked recruiting class coming in next year. So you can't, you have to give him at least, yeah, like a full cycle or at least three or three with an option. And so we'll and see. CT is the man. He's the least of our worries. We're, yeah. we're not, I mean, again, I know I was kind of hard on him on the last podcast, but I mean, <laughs> again, I'm, I want CTA. He, he gives us the best opportunity to win as an IU coach in the last 30 years. We can't find anyone better than him. I'd be cool to lock up CTA for 10 years if we wanted. Um, Cause he's only going to learn. He's only going to grow on the James Franklin news. I want him to be at Penn state for 10 years. Yeah, me too. I want Harbaugh. I want Fleck. I want, it's rivalry. I want Brom to be here forever because I don't think Brom is very good. Um, the Brominator. I, I want Brom to be at, at Purdue. The, the, the fact that he put this season together is fantastic. All these bad coaches, and I guess other team, other fan bases can, can lump Allen into that too, I guess. I wouldn't, but other other fan bases can. Um, I want all these uh, these these clowns and frauds to stay here forever. Good. I do kind of want Mel Tucker out though. I've, I've kind of changed my tune on Mel Tucker. I'm he, not worried he, about Mel Tucker, Bob. I'm not. I'm not worried about Mel. He Tucker. can go to LSU. Look at his team. His team is full of transfers, and they're all gone. That almost makes it more impressive that he no, was able to do a one-year no. turnaround. They're all gone. Don't worry about them. We kind IU kind of need to do replicate with Mel Tucker. That's for another another podcast, but. Where's Mel Tucker's recruiting class? They're decent fourth in the Big Ten. They've got 21 commits to our 14. So it's it's all based on the amount Accumulation of points. You of points. Have. Yeah. They have one more four star, and that's it. They have no five stars or anything. It's the same thing with we're right behind Rutgers. Rutgers has 16 commits. We have 14. Purdue right behind us at 18 commits, but 
they're way behind us at 12 points behind us or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not worried about Mel Tucker, but I'm not worried about him. Uh, just, just to put this in, into perspective, the first six teams in the next year's recruiting class ready Penn state. What division are they in? East Ohio state East Michigan, not West Michigan state, not West Rutgers. Not West. IU. East. Purdue. Oh. And then you've got Purdue, Northwestern, Wisconsin, Illinois, Minnesota, and then Maryland, Iowa, Nebraska. Poor Nebraska. They're three and eight. I just saw that. That's nasty. Hey, don't forget, we're like two days away from uh, Pat Fitzgerald to the Bears talk. So, yep. Well, I've already talked about it. Uh, ESPN it's happening. Chicago it's is done. Unbearable. It's done. All right. Here's another one. Um, a lot of states have, or a lot of schools have non-conference rivals. IU doesn't really have one. Um, is there it used a, to be Kentucky? It that, used to be Kentucky in football. Thank you. Is there a rivalry you wish IU could develop or redevelop out of conference? Notre Dame, Cincinnati, Kentucky. I think Cincinnati AM might turn into something. I really do. Um, God, I next Luke year Fickle. I'm so happy Luke Fickle's not at Penn State. Could you imagine how bad that would Is be? Is he going? So- Luke Fickle's gone then, right? Fickle's going to USC. He's the, the hottest coach in America, right? Fickle's gone. Yeah. Man, and then that would have been so... Penn State's recruiting power for them. East Coast ties, East Coast NL, NIL money, plus a good coach. Like Who's that? Luke Fickle to to Penn State. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't have been good. Hmm. But now he'll just recruit them all over to the West Coast. I wanted to see their um, recruiting rankings for next year. National ranking. Cincinnati. They are 32nd with 29 commit or 19 commits, one four star. So they're close to us. Not the amount of talent. I put this in inverted commas because what does it matter? Four stars are what they are. They have to still be developed and turned into something on the field. Um, but they're close. Yeah. To to answer my answer to Seth, that's a really good question, Seth. Um, obviously, it's Kentucky. But if it's not Kentucky, I'd like to see Louisville. Um, yeah, that's going to start. That starts for some in reason. Two I, years, I, I irrationally dislike. Louisville, yeah, like, I don't really, have that don't feeling like towards Cincinnati, right? Like, it's just a shitty city. It's a crappy university. You're like, not going yeah. with me next year? Uh, I mean, do you want to get in a fight? Not, not yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Louisville. Louisville would be my my second option there if I had to go. 20, that's 2023 but, for us, by the way. I think but it, but that to, give, to give... Jeff Rabjohns of of Peegs 247 some credit. The Big Ten needs to start scheduling like the SEC. Yeah. Like no more of these four non-conference, but none of these tough non-conference. Like, and if you do do a a non-conference game, do it, you know, a team that's all okay, right? Like, there's no reason Oregon should be playing Ohio State, right? That's just a negative for both of those. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, we didn't know Cincinnati was going to be Cincinnati when Kevin Wilson signed that up. 
but like still why like that's only a lose-lose situation if IU beat Cincinnati okay and then when, I'm talking about when he signed it up this year obviously obviously big potential but if they lose it's like oh my god you know a freaking American team beat um beat beat a Big Ten team so yeah. I Seth it's a great question it would be Kentucky Louisville but I hope we're not playing Kentucky I hope we're not playing Louisville I'm well, I was originally excited about the Notre Dame series. It's honestly, you know, uh, why? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, especially when you play in the Big Ten East, you're just sort of throwing another likely loss on your schedule. So, you know, I'm cool with playing Southern Illinois and Illinois State and, and Western Kentucky and Ball State. Like, Me that too. could be a four-game non-conference. You know, I'd be all four you um do you want to hear 2023 you don't want to hear it probably not you ready ohio state (laughs) indiana state louisville at lucas akron and then at maryland at penn state rutgers at illinois at michigan state wisconsin Michigan at Purdue. That could be another three or four wins. That's a very tough schedule. Now, I don't think now Louisville is nothing what they were even when we scheduled it. They're, they're very decent. Maryland, right? Like they yeah. score a ton of points and they give up a ton of points. Yeah, they're decent. They've got they've got a, a good quarterback. I'm assuming he's yeah, they gone. always have really good skill positions, but like what's his name? Front McKenzie seven and offensive line is normally yeah, they've got a, a, another athletic like uh, Lamar Johnson or Lamar Jackson. Yes, wow. uh, sorry, Lamar. I don't. I don't. He's not a very good quarterback to me. He's a Lamar very Jackson, good back. Lamar Jackson and uh, Teddy Bridgewater kind of mix of a quarterback right now. Um, I think he'll be gone by then. But again, they'll just have another one. So we'll see how it goes. So yeah, we play Lucas and then they do at Louisville, twenty twenty four. Is that it? My, I, I have I have something for producer Seth, and obviously, Brad, you, you can chime in. Your Cincinnati Bearcats are in the college football playoff. Are are you ready for when Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma and Baylor to jump them? I was just doing the math on this before the podcast, and I'm trying to figure out how Cincinnati gets squeezed. And the only, only way, only the that. only way is Oklahoma State. I agree. You guys don't think Michigan? You don't no. think Michigan has a if they, shot? If they, be, if they beat Ohio State, sure, but that ain't going to happen. Okay, so here's the rest of Cincinnati's schedule. So Cincinnati has – they're at East Carolina. That's nothing. Snooze. But then – They play Houston. Yeah, and they haven't played Houston this year. They have not. Yeah. We'll beat Houston. No, it's, so, it's, it's Oak State. I I did the I didn't do the math, but I read enough before this podcast. Pretty much Notre Dame can't jump them. There, there, there's no way Notre Dame didn't Stanford play. Stanford is too game. bad. Yeah. Um. They, they, yeah, they but you guys got to remember. You got to do the math, right? The Purdue is better than Alabama math. Um, transitive properties. Yeah. So who did they beat? Who did Stanford beat? Oregon. Oregon. Who did Ohio Oregon State. beat? Ohio State. So technically Stanford is better than Ohio state. So 
It's a good win. It's a, it's if not a bad loss. Notre Dame right. wins. They basically beat Ohio State by however many the, the points difference is. So keep that in consideration. That is how the committee thinks. By the way, Houston first place in the American Conference at eight zero in the conference. Watch out. They've won 10 straight. Remember when we all were at the Cincinnati game and they weren't that good? Well, I'm, I told you guys. I told you before the game they're not that good. But what did we do? Pew, 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 in our feet over and over and over again. So right, ready to get the predictions? It was so hot that game, too. It was your fault. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have one, but I'll make it up as we go. Seth, what do you got? I already know. Put an L. Okay. What's the score? Yeah. I had, uh, at the beginning of the season, I would have had IU by 18. You did. I now, I now have Purdue by 20, 34, 14. Oh, nice. Giving us 14 points. That's a win uh, for me. Okay. Again. So this, this, this defense is pretty similar to Maryland's when, when you look at it on paper. So I think we score, um, which, but I don't think we score enough. And I think Purdue can throw the ball a lot. We really struggled like that against Maryland. I think this is very similar to Maryland game and, and, and we're slightly worse now than we were then 42 to 20. I wrote in, Purdue. as you were talking for yourself, I wrote in 41, 28, but I'll erase that 42, 20. Okay. I mean, somebody's got to do it. I I'll gave 42-20, Seth. Oof. I'll do it. Let me look at the spread. What's the spread, Seth? 15. What 15, is it? 15, I thought. 15? 15? Yeah. Oh, goodness. It's an easy bet. I'll do it because I hate myself. Listen. Listen. Seth said it. Seth's heard it. Anything can happen in this game. I'm pretty sure the team that actually I'm positive the IU team that lost 80 something to 20 something in Wisconsin went into Purdue and beat Purdue on a goal line interception by some guy named Mike something. That's all I remember. Why not? I mean, let's do, I, I don't know what, who cares? Whatever. IU wins in overtime. Put the pipe down. Put it down. 37. No, we're not going to score. Yeah, we might. Let's go. If it's overtime, yeah. there's like nine overtime. 37. 34. IU wins. 37-34. And we In score. Overtime. They kick a field goal and we get a walk-off touchdown is, is how you're saying that, right? No, no, no. Yeah, they kick. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yep. 37-34. Yeah. IU wins. All right, Grimmel, Grant Grimmel. Build a statue. Literally, if that happens, build a statue right outside Memorial Stadium. 300 plus. And he's 308, uh, 300 through the air, 80 on the ground. How about 30 in the air, 80 on the ground? (laughs) I said Grimmel, not. Oh, oh, not not Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. Not D-Mac. Um, our special guest fell asleep watching Lego Avengers. Oh, uh, so your son was the special guest. Okay. But he had Purdue. Oh, he did not. I had, he did not. He did not have Purdue. 
Go get your wife. Let her pick. She's out of the town. It would have been. Oh, nice. Good for you. Um, okay. I'm not, <laughs> I don't need to put this out for everybody. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't have any other. I mean, we've, t- we've done the final statements. Brandon, do you have anything to say? No, no. <laughs> I've Seth, said way too much in this podcast. It's been such a good podcast. I love going off script and just doing it like this. This is great. Boiler up. Oh, my God. Be sure to check out the pod on Twitter. I'm not even plugging Facebook anymore. I don't even think it exists. Uh, it's Facebook. Or I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Twitter at podcast leo be sure to download follow rate review on all the platforms as as i said last time or time before that we are now on the googles we got i didn't even know google podcast was a thing until one time i was talking to somebody in the line whatever they said google podcast i was like i don't know so i just kept going so um we'll talk to you after the game i'm telling you guys just watch out i've seen i've seen a really bad iu team now granted the offense had at least been chapel so um pull this off before so hopefully please it's been eight straight weeks of just dreadful monday podcast recording hopefully we have a good one for you until then he's gonna say it or else he doesn't he doesn't uh show up again we love you guys elio elio contractually obligated elio yes he said it elio awesome day Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.